And away we go. This is it. Episode 441. Uh, as you told me that, because I forgot Lori Kilmartin. 441 of No Laugh Track Podcast. We're here at Acme, and Lori Kilmartin is back headlining this week. How are you? I'm uh, well. I uh, I went swimming. I went to the Phillips uh, Aquatic Center. Uh, have you been to it? No, that's like, well. Obviously, I, when you said that name, I'm like, isn't that the name of the outdoor place? But obviously, it can't be. Well, there's a part. It's like a community center, and they have a pretty good pool. And um, so, uh, yeah, I uh, I sussed it out. I always try to do my pool recon before I get to the gig. And uh, last time I went to the downtown Y pool, but there were some like trouble where I had to persuade somebody and I was like, I don't want to persuade someone in now in COVID. Like I just want to buy a pass ahead of time. And this place, uh, you know, I bought, uh, I bought 10 passes. I'll use two of them, but Oh, well, you know what? I, I get to swim and I don't know. It, 10 always... passes just for this in Minneapolis. Yeah. Because they'll expire before Lewis will bring me back. <laughs> Unless we can get him to rebook me in, within the next six months. <laughs> So if you guys could put the pressure on, that would make my investment worthwhile. I say you add that. Do you have merch in town with you? I do. I say whatever's left on Saturday, you throw that on the merch table. Throw my pass? Yes. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. I ate swims for uh, the same price as a book. Yeah, there you <laughs> and, go. And the same emotional effort, too, as well. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There's there's ways to uh, recoup some of that dough you're not going to be using. Um well, welcome back to Minneapolis. It's been, I looked, uh, of course, I listen back like I always do. You to, do? I do, every time. That yes. is so diligent. I've never listened to a single podcast that I've recorded with Jackie Cation, except for one where we really slogged somebody, and I was like, did that sound as bad as it felt? And then I listen, and I'm like, oh, yeah, we got to take that out. But that's uh, that's the only time. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, well, along those lines, that uh, uh, so I was going to ask you, I was to ask you right now, since you brought up the podcast. Mm-hmm. Patreon. Have you ever considered doing a Patreon where people could pay enough to get the names of people you omit when you guys are gossiping about? Uh, no, no. Because that happens all the time. Where the word I gets listen, out. there's there's notes that pass across, or you yeah. guys are I don't know typing it to each other. Now we're typing in the chat. You're typing it to each other. Yeah, yeah. no, because uh, people you can't trust people. No, there no no pri- there wouldn't be a price high no. enough to keep <laughs> okay. No. When I when that's we, some good that's some good goss. When as we the kids both say. leave the industry, guess what? Names are going to be named. Yeah, but okay. uh, so far we're staying in it. So it's in every <laughs> club owner's best interest to keep booking us, so that <laughs> we don't talk about you. <laughs> There's the good list and the naughty list, right? <laughs> you you and Santa right. have the list going. You, Santa, <laughs> and Jackie have the good and naughty list going. <laughs> so how was uh, so we're day two of your week here at Acme? Yeah. How was last night? Uh, last night was fun. Um, I'm I recorded an album that I released um, uh, last month, right? And yeah. so I I still have some bits from the album because uh, I didn't like write an entire new fifty minutes during the pandemic right. <laughs> and work it out and all that kind of stuff. So um, so I I am just like in the process of like oh I, all right I'll still do this chunk because I need it so for me I'm annoyed with myself that I'm doing some stuff that's on the album but I have a ton of stuff that isn't as well so I'll I'll probably be happier when I've done the full you know shedding of the skin <laughs> and then I'll just be regular irritated with <laughs> with my act as opposed to 
what, whatever it is now. <laughs> Just normally irritated. Yeah. Uh, but the truth is probably there's so few audience members that are concerned about that. No, and right? I mean, we comics always think, oh, and they probably saw my Late Late set, and they know that joke, and they listen to my album. It's like, probably not. <laughs> probably they're like, hey, that lady looks kind of familiar, and I can afford the tickets. Uh, she's like a cheap Whitney Cummings. Okay, let's what? go. Like, I, like, I'm thinking they're all into me, and they're like... Uh, they they think you know they don't know who I am or they think I'm Nikki Glaser's mother or something. Oh so you know I should Lord probably me. not even worry about it at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! I uh, swear to God, every time I look at Nikki Glaser for a second, I, I think, "Hey, I'm I'm way more attractive than I think I am." And then I'm like, "Oh, that isn't me. That's why." <laughs> I. I <laughs> No, I am not that thin, and no, my nose is not that tiny. Ah, that's no wonder. No oh wonder. My God, that's so funny. Oh my goodness! So I listened back. So like I said, I listened back, and that was, of course, uh, when you were here was right before. It was less than a month. COVID shut down. I know. February twenty third is when you were here. I'm trying to think. Were we worried at that point? Did I, we mention it in the podcast? We did at not all? mention it. A week wow. or two later, it started coming up on the podcast where I was like, right. you know, totally joking about it. I showed I had, around that time my uh, youngest daughter had to, we had to take her to you know, urgent care for something, and I remember nabbing one of their paper masks, right. bringing it to the podcast, jokingly putting it on, like, oh should God. I put this on to be safe? Ha ha ha! Yeah. And now you know, a year and a half or two years, whatever we are, a year and a half later, I have you know a dozen masks at home that you oh, know yeah. I wash and reuse, and yeah, all I, the other disposable ones. Yeah, I think that was I think this was my last club date and then um I had like sporadic stuff. I had it like I had a Friday, Saturday in Tacoma, which was if you remember Seattle was when it first burst out, right? Okay. Uh the a, a ship had come in and then a nursing home like everyone in the nursing home got it in Seattle. So I was like, well, I'm an hour south. Uh, How fast does it travel? That's more than six feet away, right? (laughs) I'm sure I'll be okay. But I mean, and then um, I think the I I I came home from New York on March 17th because it was St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. And New York had just totally shut down that weekend. Like every day got less and less uh, audience members. And I even canceled the Monday night show because I was like, I feel weird and. The club owner was like, oh, God, you know, like I was being a pain in the ass a little bit. But, uh, you know, and then the flight home was it was sparse. It, then you, then it was just OK, hunkering down. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was really lucky to not get COVID during that time because I was traveling and being a little cavalier about it, you know? Yeah. How I assume it changed things in your household. Like, it. well, I mean, I know yeah, your mom, mom passed died. away. So yeah. that's pretty huge. Yeah. That's a big change. Uh, my condolences. Of Thanks. Course. Uh, some time has passed since then, but uh, you know, like at my house, uh, you know, my two older daughters distance learning during a lot of that. Did that happen at your house where your son was? Yeah, my son was on Zoom yep. the whole time, and um, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, he did a little better in school on Zoom. I don't know if their their standards were lowered, but their he standards also, were lowered. Yes, but also uh, I think you know his classrooms are gigantic, like 30, 33 kids, so. For someone like him, maybe maybe not having all that stimuli around was good as well. I have no idea. We'll see in 20 years how it affects our kids, you know? What a strange year. Yeah, for sure. How would you have done if that happened when, you know, when you were that age and we went to distance, just to, you know, if distance learning would have been possible? Left on your own, basically, you know, 
I know my kids, I mean, they did, one did really well, one not so good, and it was because of the lack of discipline. You know what, I really don't know. My son missed uh, half a seventh grade and all of eighth grade, right? And those were like awful years for me. So I, for him, I'm like, you you know, if you had to stay home for any year, the middle school years are the best ones to stay home. Cause well, it I really didn't think is, about it like that. You're right. Yeah. It's, oh. it's uh, you know, it's just cause some eighth graders are like 40 years old mentally and they're awful. And, <laughs> you know, I know when, when my son was in seventh grade, he's on crutches most of the time. And, uh, you know, it was it was tough. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I it might have been a blessing in disguise for him to be home the whole time. And, it, you know, I got to spend a lot of time with him. That was fun. And uh, my mom, before she got COVID, spent a lot of time with him. So, you know, it, it was a little a little uh, incubator that um, maybe we'll look back on differently in, you know, in time. Yeah, yeah, I think I I think for sure we will. So that of course was mentioned. Uh, just going to go back a few things here with uh, episode three. Sorry, I didn't go in order. Don't no, proper what are you, order. What are you talking? You've yeah, got all right. your notes. You mentioned your <laughs> mother's to death re- too early. I might have to rewrite this. You have it all wrong. No, <laughs> stop. Uh, so one of the things we talked about was you know you were living with two people at the time, your mom and your son. Right. But I was going to get to here. So. You had mentioned it then, like, well, I recorded an album just uh, back last year. And you were talking about then, like, well, I'm not sure how long it's going to be till I release this thing because I have to go over all the all the tracks. I don't really want to do that. And I want to, I'm worried about new material and turning stuff over and not having to. Oh, was I worried yes, already then? Yes. Well, I know how fast I write, obviously. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? It takes me t- 20 years to perfect a joke, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it took me a while, and even then I was forced uh, by 800-pound gorilla <laughs> after I signed a contract. And um, But I'm, I mean, I'm glad it's out, and uh, people seem to be responding better to it than I did, so uh, <laughs> it's okay. Where did – so I've listened – where did I, I was been listening to a lot of Lori and Jackie shows. Okay. And one of them I listened to was when uh, Jackie was talking about doing a uh, the podcast with Chad Daniels and Cy. Mm-hmm. And that I guess Chad was calling your album the same thing, me mispronouncing it. I'm part of that group, Lori. Oh, corsets. Yes. Why am I? Why do we say that? I don't know. Everyone does it. I mean, it's 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 corset, not several, corset. It's a several age groups. It's all races are saying corset when it's corset. It's that thing you wrap around yourself as a it's a garment is a corset. I literally googled it. I'm like, there's two words. There's a word corset and corset, but there isn't. There's no, there isn't. There's and, no and, word. And That's it not would a be word. Spelled s e t t e if it was corset. I know. I yeah. thought I was. I'm, I'm picturing that. People like, are out of control. I've written before. Yeah, I don't know what to do about it. Like <laughs> I, it was. A, it's an unanticipated problem. <laughs> right. Where people are googling my album Corvette and not oh, finding Corvette. it. Oh, <laughs> If oh, you yeah. look up corset on Amazon, uh, my uh, album is like the 90th offering. It's like uh, <laughs> 89 corsets and Literal BDSM. Corsets. Yeah. Uh huh. Right. So uh, when I did that Googling, like I just said, of the word corset, it uh, it did those, you know, like popular questions that people have asked using that same word. Here are some of them. Has anyone ever died from wearing a corset? Mm. Can corsets break ribs? And then this one was my favorite. Do corsets make you poop? <laughs> Would you like me to answer those questions? Please. Uh, no. Um, Bran makes you poop. <laughs> Bran. And your colon. Thank you. Uh, 
I don't know if a rib could be broken. I could see it. You know, I'm not really sure. Yeah. Uh, and what was the first question? Uh, has anyone died from a corset? No, I don't think so. No. Uh, I have no authority to answer those questions. I will tell you that for the photo shoot of the album where I was wearing a corset. In, uh, in a pool. In a pool. That was just like a, the last one of the last shots, you know, where like obviously because I went I, I ended up going underwater and ruining my entire outfit and makeup. But uh, that ended up ended up being probably the best one for the album, you know. Um, just have a full face and the smile and stuff like that. Uh, but uh, Cristela Alonso, who's a hilarious comic, yes. um, volunteered uh, to dress me because she had done that when she was in college. That was her job was to she was like a theater major, you know. And so uh, putting a corset on somebody is actually quite labor intensive and it's very difficult. Yeah. And I had no idea. I just thought I'd you know zip it up. I forgot that. <laughs> They don't have zippers like you. Someone's got to tie it and tighten it and keep going back and forth. So that it's smooth and stuff like that. So it took her like at least 45 minutes to get it on. And then she hung out for the entire photo shoot so she could help me take it off because that's another another voyage. So uh, Renaissance Festival here, you know, they have one in Minnesota. OK, every I would assume right end of the summer. And that's where I see corsets every sure. year are very popular there. Yeah. And uh, a couple of years ago we went and they have, you know, the shops where they sell them and you can try them on. And my wife tried one on over, you know, the clothes she was already wearing. And, uh, but they were, so the woman that same deal, this woman helped her tighten that thing. And I, the, she was very particular about like, no, no, here, here, yeah. here, yeah, in yeah, this yeah. order, yeah. You need, or otherwise this is not going to work. Right. But the weird thing they did there is they wouldn't let people take, you couldn't take pictures of yourself in it. Hmm. Unless you bought it? Yes. Well, you know what? Maybe some people just want it for the picture. Oh, I'm sure. Especially now with, you know, Instagram, whatever. Everything's for the picture. Mm -hmm. So I, I was like, please put your cameras away. Wow. I didn't know I was going to be told what to do and it's bring, this hey, shop just, here. You can uh, bring out your credit card first and then your camera. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> money talks, pal. Money talks. Was that a rental corset? Did you buy that? I it, bought it. And When do you uh, get to use it again? Never. I got to give it away. <laughs> and I bought two sizes and I forgot to send the other size back. So I actually have two two corsets at home you didn't leave the tag on the one you didn't use it, it there's a re the return policy is pretty and then the one I, I, so. the one I used was ruined by the chlorine so I mean not ruined but uh right yeah right so you're still you, uh, you said at the beginning you're still swimming a lot mm -hmm. I um I, one of the things I told you last time we were here was how I was so excited that one of my daughters was gonna we had plans she was gonna join the swim team oh right yeah I then, remember that now yeah then COVID hit and she didn't want to be involved in a sport which was like okay that's fine mm -hmm. and then this fall came around and i was like all right here we go gonna get my daughter on the swim team dad you're gonna hate this but i'm gonna play volleyball so she's playing volleyball that's cool it is cool it's totally cool whatever I'm just, they I, want yeah i'm just happy she's involved in something and she's enjoying it yeah but my my dream of a swimmer has uh been put off for you a gotta let here. those dreams go yeah like my son my son plays water polo he's really good at water polo and uh, part of me is like, oh, I hope that translates over to swimming, too. But it didn't. So, oh, well, I mean, it's not, you know. And then I look back, I'm like, I was miserable when I was a swimmer. But I, I you know, like, why would I want that for my son? You know, <laughs> like, what's wrong with me? But unlike in Minnesota, we're like, uh, and I was 
Jade Cataprata was here a couple weeks oh, ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I, I don't remember how it came up, but we were talking before the podcast started, and I was saying to her about how I was a swimmer in high school, and the season is in the winter, and sometimes, you know, practice ends, you got to head out into the cold, you know, my, my hair would still be wet, it would freeze sometimes. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, why do they have it in the winter here? Is it because water polo's in the summer? And I went, water polo? I've never met anyone in Minnesota that plays water polo. Oh, you guys didn't do water polo? No. Too? So I wasn't even, I was like, am I speaking, am I wrong about that? So I looked that up. Yeah, not one high school in Minnesota wow. does water polo. Wow. There's a club you can join that's like co ed, and you can play as an adult, apparently. There's not okay. even enough kids to have teams here. So it's just like, it's so, it, we're in the same country. It's not like we're that. <laughs> do, but it's, do so, your, it's huge there, and it doesn't even exist here. Do uh, high schools here have uh, ice hockey teams? Oh, my God. Okay, Biggest, we don't have yeah, that in exactly. California. Exactly. Biggest in the country here, probably, arguably. Yeah. The most popular in the country is yeah. in Minnesota. Yeah. So, yeah, same deal. We mm-hmm. have that. You have that. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Is it fun <laughs> being a water polo mom? Oh, I had the best time. Um, so... The season ended in October, and I was still kind of – I was still working for Conan. The show ended in June, but uh, he kept a bunch of us on for a couple extra months thinking um, that we would start working on the HBO show. Oh. So we ended up – he ended up just wanting to postpone that decision, figuring out what the show was, but we were still going to be paid till the end of October. Oh, it nice. was like – you know, incredible unemployment. Yeah. Right? So that's awesome. Uh, but I didn't take any, I wasn't trying to take anything during that time, just in case he called us back. I was like, I got it. <laughs> right. And I was being paid. So I was fine with not working. Um, so I just would, uh, I went to all my son's games and uh, I had so much fun just cheering and getting to know the other moms. And, um, you know, as a comic, you sort of just hang out with other comedians. And uh, I, I don't, I, because I've I've had a day job my son's entire life and then a comedy job like a night job I've just haven't connected with other moms really yeah. in terms of being you know like carpooling and stuff I just hired like a babysitter to to do stuff that, so you know I I wasn't able to also help out sure. you know like I, yep. I couldn't take a leg of something right yeah. and so this is the first time where I was we all just started a water polo moms chat and uh you know kept in touch and it was it was really cool like i hadn't had that sort of um suburban mom experience you know being a comic right right oh that's good yeah yeah so you mentioned yeah that's another big change uh in your life from the last time you were here is one job has disappeared Mm -hmm. yes my my mom died and so did my job yes (laughs) yes uh i was just reading so what is the not that it's your responsibility to know, but what is the future of Conan's HBO? Do you, well, do you have I any have no idea. idea. Now? I have no just, idea. Basically, what I just said, we have no idea. Still, okay. Yeah, yeah. I think he's kind of figuring out what he wants to do. You know, because I he he was a, um, you know, he did the same sh- the same sort of show for almost twenty eight years straight. You know, there was just a tiny blip when between the Tonight Show and TBS where he wasn't doing a late night show. When he did the tour, yeah. So you know, I I think it's totally. I, I was surprised that he was going to immediately do, have another show on HBO Max. So when he, you know, kind of said, I think I'm going to just put the brakes on the decision and see what feels right. That that sort of made a lot more sense to me, you know. Sure. Are you so does this mean you do more stand up? Yeah, I got a ton of road work coming up and, um, you know, I'm trying to offset that. Like, it's weird. I am. I, um, 
before when I was working for Conan, I would just do road work on hiatus weeks. So it was like, you know, maybe eight or 10 weeks of road work a year. And it was always kind of fun and like, ooh, this is great to get out and stuff like that. And now it's, uh, you know, my only source of income. And um, so I need to do as much as possible. But also I I don't want to miss out on my son and and, um, you know, uh, even though my mom isn't alive to take care of him, his dad is, you know, is around. So we have a way to take care of him. But, you know, I miss him. Like, I miss him this week, sure. you know. Yeah. But I also love being on the road. It's really it's really tearing me apart. Uh, but, you know, uh, nothing lasts forever. So I'll just try to enjoy this intense amount of road work that I have while I have it. There you go. And uh, see see how things uh, turn out. Every life is so strange. I saw uh, I think I saw it on your Twitter. It said something like uh, doing Wednesday through Saturday feels like a residency. It does. There's no, there's hardly any clubs that are like full weeks anymore. Yeah. Like I, I wish there was, we had a Tuesday too. We didn't have a Tuesday this week, but because well, you, yeah, that was a switch when COVID switched that. Oh, Acme's, so Acme's there's no, no longer Tuesdays? open Mondays. Oh, open mic is now Tuesday. Okay. So nobody has a Tuesday anymore. So it's a Wednesday through Saturday. Is it? Okay. Correct. Yeah. I mean, that's the one thing, the really cool thing about Acme is, uh, is it's in a great part of town and it's almost like you get to be a resident of Minneapolis for a week. Mm-hmm. It's really fun. Like, you know, I'm going to go to Whole Foods after this and grab some groceries. And, um, you know, I've always liked pretending I was a Minneapolisonian yeah, <laughs> for, that's it. for three it. or four days <laughs> once a year, you know? Um, so I've always enjoyed that. And, um, uh, it's a great walking town too. Mm-hmm. And, uh, there's other there have been you know there throughout my career although most clubs now are like three days most but a lot of them are just Friday Saturday yeah. so you spend Fridays your travel day and you just try to get to get through your Friday shows you know and then Saturday you kind of you can kind of relax a little bit but you have two shows that night and you're exhausted from the day before so it's not like you're out seeing movies and going to museums and going to the pool, like doing all the things you would like squeeze in in a week. Right. So Saturday for me is more of a, just a, you know, maybe I'll go to a breakfast place and kind of get the local flavor and then return to my hotel room, put my robe on and just prep for the shows, just totally chill out. Um, so, so it's, it's nice to like, you know, go, Oh, it's only Thursday, you know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, I don't have to repack immediately. You know, I put my shit away in the hotel when I, I was just on Fort Collins last week, and uh, I just didn't take anything out of the suitcase because I flew in on Friday and I was leaving on Sunday. So wh- why take out my underpants? I know where they are. <laughs> but here, I, I got here Tuesday night, and mise en place, I put everything away, you know? And I was like, this is like a home. This is my little home till Sunday. You brought uh, liners for the uh, drawers and everything? Of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so when you tell your son, yeah, I got sh- hey, shows Wednesday through Saturday. Mom, no one does shows on Wednesday anymore. Um, no. no. Why? Why he has no comment on that? <laughs> what kid is uh, hip to club none. schedules? None. Whatsoever. None of them. <laughs> none. None whatsoever. Absolutely none. Nimesh Patel was here last week, and he was like, "Hey, is the Mississippi River close to here?" I was like, "Oh." It's like just around the corner. Oh, That's, yeah. I was like. You need to go for a walk and go well, check that out. Well, I knew out. there was a river there, and I'm like, is that not the Mississippi? So I, I was just waiting to see what your answer was to his question before I was like, oh, duh. Yeah, it's right behind the hotel. Jeez, I think it is. And somebody, uh, hey, somebody call me out if I'm wrong. That's fine. Uh, you mentioned it briefly. You did a set on James Corden recently. Yeah. Yeah, really good. Thank you. Yeah, there's not the, I mean, the, the truth is. 
I mention late night sets of comedians a lot less than I used to in the first several years of this podcast. There just seems to be a lot less of them. Well, yeah. I mean, there's less shows. There's less comedians being invited invited onto shows. It seems I don't know why because it's a no brainer. Like right? it's a one segment you don't have to worry about. You know, as the host, it's like, all right, you be funny. I'm just gonna watch. Yeah. Um, you know, Corden's doing a lot. Like Is he? he just like kicked it up a notch. It's really cool, and he does a great job of prepping the audience for. So the audience is like so excited. Um, yeah, he's had quite a few comics on since they they've returned to uh, a studio audience. Oh, okay. I think Fallon is doing a lot too. Um, and I, I think with Colbert, because they tape the comics separately, yes. they're backlogged. So they, they're they like fill-in spot. Like we yeah, need time Yeah, it's kind of fill. like a, a plug-and-play kind of plug thing. Plug-and-play, that's a better way to put it, yeah. Um, so, which makes it tough because if they don't catch up, you know, like they have to catch up to the comics that they've already taped their sets and put them in a show. Yeah. So... You know, that's if they get behind, then I think I think they just might be behind on taping stuff. You probably yeah, the the uh, we got to be careful about the election jokes are not going to be aired now. <laughs> um. Well, I don't, you know, I don't know that any comic would. Probably I don't wouldn't. know. It w- wouldn't pass the initial. Uh, no, it's just it's just, it, you know, when you're on a late night show, the host is going to do political jokes, probably. So. You know, usually you're, it's material you've honed for a while, yeah. and so it's not going to be – most people aren't honing Trump jokes. You know, like you hope they become irrelevant like he does as soon as possible. You know what I mean? I've been doing – I've been working on this one since The Apprentice. I'm not letting it go. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? Yes, I can't imagine that, sadly. Yeah, right. <laughs> Unfortunately. Could you uh, – so last week when uh, Nimesh was here, I – I mentioned the Spotify thing, and he's like, and I was like, yeah, people are material being pulled off Spotify. Yeah. He didn't know about that at that point. Can you explain what's your ver- version of what's going on there? From what I understand, uh, okay, so Spotify plays <clears throat> our tracks, and we get, I think, thousands of a cent per, per play. So, like, I, someone said, like, they had 20,000 streams, and they got like $60 or some something where it's just like what you would have to be on it on an Adele level to get to make an really make enough money to even pay a mortgage or something right yeah um and uh so this group called Spoken Giants which is part of my record company's part of it and some other people are part of it they're trying here's how a song is paid out they pay half the money to for the performance, and then they pay half the money f- to the songwriter, yeah. right? So uh, the reason Dolly Parton is so wealthy is that people keep covering her songs. So Whitney Houston, I Will Always Love You, half the money goes to Whitney's estate, half goes to Dolly Parton, right? With stand-up, half of the money goes to the performer, and then the songwriting half doesn't go anywhere. And I guess apparently the... Or, Spotify's keeping it. They're all keeping it, I guess. So Spoken Giants is saying that writing money should go to the comedians because they're also they're they're doing the same thing that the songwriter is, which is writing the lyrics to the joke. Yeah. Okay. Um. So that's that's what that is, and so they're pressing forward and trying to sue for all that money. And they're also going to take a percentage. I, like I signed up with them because I was like, well, I, I'm not going to sue Spotify for that money. So if you do it and you get it, 
you can have the percentage that I signed up for. Oh. That's fine. Um, so that's what they're doing. And Spotify retaliated uh, by taking down a lot of albums, which it sucks in a way. I mean, it's not like people are making a ton of streaming money, but it does get your name out there and get in and have you people listen to you and then you pop up at their club and they go, oh, that's that. That's a person I heard, I think. <laughs> I think that's how engaged the comedy fans are, in my opinion. I think that person maybe I know, right? And maybe they'll come to the show. Yeah. And that's where, you know, you make money as an as a performer is you fill the room and uh, you sell merch afterwards. Yeah. Do you uh what do you think about the new you know, like how much people are working on TikTok videos now and Um, I would love to find a way to do TikTok that's fun. I think it's you got to have fun doing it. Um so, you know, like there's oh, I forget her last name, Mary. She's she's Armenian. She's a, a LA comic and she all of a sudden started filling rooms at Flappers and I was like, I go, "Wow, that's crazy." And she has a character that's an Armenian aunt. Like she does an accent and stuff like that, and it's fucking incredibly popular. Yeah. And so she can fill rooms. Um but it's I think it's something she enjoys doing. So it's not like probably a headache or a hassle or, oh, here's another thing I have to do to promote. Like, I think you should be having fun. If you're a comic, you're funny. You should find a way to have fun with it. And if you can't, then don't do it and find the ones you do. Like, I love Twitter because I like, because I'm an asshole and I like being an <laughs> asshole on Twitter. So that's natural for me. So it's fun for me. It doesn't yeah. feel like work. Yeah. You know? And if there was a way I could be myself on TikTok that didn't feel like work, that felt like me just being more me. I would totally do it. I see. I'm uh I'm I'm I've lost so much interest in in Twitter in the last, I don't know, year two years probably. Uh but you are still one of the like, oh, I love checking in just to see your stuff. Like there's <laughs> like, just a handful of people. I'm like, I still like they're still doing it really well. But there's so much. I'm like, ugh. Yeah. What a drain on my uh, totally. morale. But yep. uh, yeah, but there's the handful of people I'm like, Lori still is so good on Twitter. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yes. Uh yeah, I don't know about that whole TikTok thing. I uh, last week I I I started an account so I could check out some videos, and I told my daughter about that. She's like, "You just wanted an account. You don't have to have an account to watch videos." <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know. I've only gone, but Brandon, I've only gone back one day since then. Only one day. <laughs> only one day since then. Uh, something I want to mention before we're done here is that it, the set that you po that they posted from Jean James Corden mm -hmm. is on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And I looked at the comments mm -hmm. and then saw your replies to some of the comments. <laughs> see, you're that's the why best. I'm a natural on Twitter. Yes. Like, I, I will respond to you. I'm not going to pretend I didn't see it. Yeah. I mean, do you, what, and it was I forget, they, I forget what they were. They, they this is always sexist shit. They, I, I, I took screenshots. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> let's see here. Uh, ba -ba -da -ba -da. Considering how popular certain types of categories are, this might not work the way she's hoping. I don't even know what that meant. And you replied, hush now. Which I just love. <laughs> I don't know what that meant either. I don't know. Uh, I feel bad for a teenage son. I sure hope he isn't real. And you replied, why? Which yeah, that was it. so stupid. I what do you agree. mean? You think I, we think I made up a son? <laughs> what? <laughs> Please tell me he isn't real. That's just terrible. What a terrible... Uh, uh, you said, uh, I disagree. Like all teenagers and my son, you'd probably think anything your mom did was lame. <laughs> He doesn't watch stand-up. He doesn't care. He thinks all stand-ups are, are lame because of me. 
(laughs) (laughs) You know, but he loves anime, you know? If I loved anime, he would love stand-up. So, you know, it's... Oh, that's hilarious. (laughs) How do do you... uh, Christmas is coming around. Do you... How do you guys... What? What? <laughs> Later this month. Okay. And it uh, never changes. And um how do you guys do that? Does he do you just come up with your own ideas for him? Does he give you a list of 19 anime things that he wants? He, um, how do you guys do that? He wants uh he wants books on how to draw anime. He wants to he wants to have his own anime studio oh, when he grows up. Awesome. So he draws constantly. He has like stuff in the works and um so he just I think he wants some how-to books and uh then his dad and I and he won't listen to this podcast cuz I'm on it. We got him a gaming chair. Uh, I guess they're a special kind of chair. Yes, uh, they are. And so we got him one of those. He has a YouTube channel where he, you know, does games and stuff like that. He, where again, I, I wouldn't, you know, watch someone else play a video game, but plenty of people do. So he has a channel where he plays video games. My so. 15 year old daughter has a lot in common with him. Both. Yeah, it, huge, I bet. Huge, yeah, huge into anime, uh, gaming, mm-hmm. gaming chair. Yeah. Yep. But like for last last year, we all pitched in money to get her the gaming computer. Oh neat! Oh, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Uh-huh. Yeah. In hindsight, that might have been a mistake, but uh... Uh, you know, you know what? <laughs> they, these kids are living through a shitty time, and they know the world is falling apart. And you know, give them a fucking gaming chair. <laughs> we really did them wrong on so many levels. You know, this year I'm giving her an ashtray to go along. (laughs) (laughs) Start smoking, child. Come on. World sucks. Here's (laughs) here's an ashtray. You figure it out. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Is there anything else we should be mentioning here? I always say that and there's a million, but we've we've hit it, you know, about a half hour here. Um, Let's see. Are are you did you bring merch along? Did you bring any of the old books? Yeah, I brought my books. Yeah. Both of them. Yep. Uh, Shitty mom and dead people suck. Yeah. They're a parenting book and a comedy about cancer and hospice and grief and grief. I was gonna say greed, grief. <laughs> Greeks. <laughs> Greeks. Yep. I have one more thing to say about. Uh, so this goes along. I have the heaviest fucking merch suitcase in all of comedy. Yeah. I, well, okay. Are you? So you're not picking them up locally. You're literally. I bring them with, with me. Them. That's why I flew Southwest. I gave two free suitcases. Um, yeah. I mean, Brandy. Brandy and uh, is like I have pins. I'm like, what do they weigh? An eighth of an ounce. Right. Each of my books weighs a pound. I, if I bring forty books, I almost break the weight of the scale that I'm allowed to <laughs> bring a merch on. Right. It sucks. Don't write a book. That's my lesson. <laughs> Design a pin. Don't write a book. You fools. Bumper sticker. <laughs> Do uh, people? I don't think people buy bumper stickers anymore. No, 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 no. That used don't. to be a thing. That used to be easy money. But I, for some reason, I'm not a pin person. But people like pins. I'm I, I they're cool to look at, but I would they put bring, them on their bring backpacks. One home, and I'm like, what would I do with that? I don't know. I think uh, they uh, it's like just swag for you know your backpack or something. But it's it's odd to me that adults are into them. But Jackie, you know, cleans up on. I her know pins. she does. Good for her. But yeah, I'm like, I don't know what I, I gotta pin do. it up. I, I gotta know. get a pin. <laughs> what am I gonna do? What I've seen those guys. You go to like a sporting event, and they'll be the people that collect. You know, like the they'll have like Minnesota Vikings pins from yeah. forty years, yeah. and they have them all on like their jersey. It oh looks my terrible. God. <laughs> it looks awful. It lo- they look single to me. <laughs> well, <laughs> very, very much so. Um, all right, well, let's do this again in less 
than uh, next a year pandemic. And a half. Yes, <laughs> certainly before the next pandemic comes around. Please, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I should finish much. every episode with that before the next pandemic. Yeah, we'll see each other again. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Lori. <laughs> Thank you.